This is Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, February the 2nd, 2021. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Nun, Beit, and Shin. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of understanding, the spirit of the Lord, and the spirit of might. The declaration today reads this, The increase of us as heirs of Yahweh, where we speak, breathe, sing, and meditate on what we will multiply. This is our inherited power that just is. It is divinity, eternity, it's the Olam, being housed in human flesh, making what is hidden and unseen greater on the inside than it is on the outside. The place of action throughout our path of life where we consume and are consumed and live in the fire of Yahweh's heart. Today's a power-packed uh, declaration today. And it begins talking about the place of, of the Nun, the, the place of the son, the king, the heir, and the priest. You see, there's, there's many different ways that you can see that particular living letter. One of those is as a seed. And so when you talk about legacy, when you talk about heritage, when you talk about those things that are being passed on, one of the things that, that comes to mind is the living letter Nun. You can also look at it in the sense of then multiplication or exponential multiplication. You know, when we have children, our children have children and our children's children have children. And so there's there's this growth of the of of, of really the legacy of what Yahweh has has begun in us from that place as well. It's just like uh, Abraham when when Yahweh had spoke to him and he took him to the place and he said, look, I'm going to make your descendants as as great as what the uh, sands are on the seashores, greater than the sands that are on the seashore. Look at the sky. Can, can you count the number of stars there? Because your descendants will be far greater than that. And at this point, remember, and I know most of you guys remember this story, but that Abraham had no children at that time. And so it was speaking of a time that was yet to come, but Abraham believed in what Yahweh had said. And it was accounted to him as righteousness because he said, yes, I believe this is what, this is, this is the truth. And this is the way I'm going to act. This is the way I'm going to think. This is the way I'm going to breathe and speak. You see, it's one thing that, uh, that Yahweh has been speaking a lot to me lately because it took me back to a place not too terribly long ago where I began to think about this place of my, my own thoughts and the process of my own thoughts. And if you will, the multiplication of thoughts. Because see, you know, when we focus on something, when we when we really spend a lot of time digging in and meditating and thinking on these things, these things become really begin to multiply inside of us because it's it's almost as if we're feeding a seed. Now that could be a great thing or that could be that could be uh, a tougher thing. What do you mean by that? Well, uh, the tougher thing being the fact that that if I'm looking at it from my own from my own uh, uh, you know gratification or whatever the case may be, it's gonna it's gonna take me down a place where it's gonna lead me to a place where I don't necessarily want to go, but yet at the same breath, you know, as I hear the word of the Lord and as my heart is tender towards Him. It's going to take me through some trouble, but it's going to make me realize, okay, that's not the right path to go. It's almost like checking off a box and saying, oh, nope, that's not the way I want to go any longer. 
you know, I hate to say it, but that's that's basically maturity. That's the the essence of maturity. Sometimes it's it's that place of making a right and what seemingly is wrong decisions, but those decisions bring us back to. Now, I'm not talking about obvious walking away. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just plain and simply the growth of maturity. And so, you know, when, especially as I was younger, one of the scriptures that I remember hearing a lot of was, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Proverbs 23, verse 7. And 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 that always bothered me because I, I would think of the thoughts that I had had throughout a day or throughout a situation. You know, sometimes thoughts of anger, thoughts of, of, of whatever the case may be. And it, it always, it always led me this place of this, this, this little tiny place inside of my heart that kept going, every time that I would, I would think about those things. And sometimes it would, I would purposely skip past them. I would, I would push that aside or, or squelch that, that, that cry of my heart saying, no, it's okay. I want to, I want to think about these things. But it was a place of maturity and growth as I began to grow and realize that those things were were I was allowing to to take root and to grow inside of my heart. Now, why am I bringing this up today so much about about the the fact of our of our thought processes? This year has been the year of Shin. This year has been the year of fire, at least for us. And as Yahweh is beginning to to show His fire and the fire of His holiness, the fire of His glory. He's beginning to burn up the thought processes that do not ne- do not necessarily align with with his word and with his will and with his way. And I'm beginning to see that more and more. I begin to see the the purity of the of the thoughts in in my heart and the fire that burns as a result of that. You see, just as the fires can burn on the opposite side, so can the fires of holiness also burn. So the difference is Kind of goes back to the, that 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 difference that I showed you guys a couple of days ago, where I talked about the the two different types of the flame or two different parts of the flame: the yellow part, which is the light part, and then the white and the blue part, which are the are the lower parts, but yet they are probably the hottest part of the fire itself, because those are the parts of the fire that transform; those are the parts of the fire that transfigure. And so, in this place of the fire of holiness. Even in my own mind, I'm, I begin to see this place as my 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 mind is transformed. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, allowing the fire of Holy Ghost to burn in every thought. You know, think about this. We've heard this scripture before as well. But Philippians 4, verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, Whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, or if there be any chayl, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Now, the virtue there is 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 one that I want to spend just a moment talking about because chayl is the Hebrew word for virtue and valor throughout most of the Old Testament. Yes, I know this is a New Testament scripture, but many times that's what I'll do is I'll find an, a New Testament word, go back and see if I can find it in the Old Testament. And then apply the Hebrew based on that word that I find in the uh, Old Testament, as long as it seems to go along with uh, with what that particular scripture is talking about. So there's continuity between the two, and the same thing is true here. 
Because in this thing, when we talk about if there be any virtue, if there be any chayl, the life of Lamed, the life of the learning and the teaching of Yahweh himself, the life of living in the fire of Almighty Yahweh inside of his heart, as Michelle talks about, you know, the place of action uh, throughout our path of life as we as we consume and are consumed and live in the fire of Yahweh's heart. So this is where I'm going with this. The chayl of, of Yahweh himself. It's the life of that place of learning and teaching, growing and maturing, changing our thought patterns, changing our thought processes, looking from his eyes. I remember that day that so, visit, so vividly when I was in the secret place and, and Yahweh asked me to step inside of him and to look through his eyes. And it's funny because I, I almost got a little offended about it at first because I was like, but haven't I already been seeing through your eyes? But I kept my mouth shut. I learned, I learned a long time ago just to keep my mouth shut when, when uh, Yahweh was taking me through something because obviously there was more that I was, that I was missing. And my flesh was just like, well, you've already been doing that. Well, obviously not because Yahweh wants me to, to show me something more. And he took me in there. And the first thing that flooded my heart was the love, the overwhelming love that he had for, for everyone in the world, in the entire world. So much so that even some that I would have called people that didn't like me, I don't call them enemies because on my part, they're not enemies to me. They're, they're friends. They're, they're my brothers. They're my sisters. But those that, that, that I felt like didn't like me, I suddenly haven't had an overwhelming love for them that I'd never had before. And it was through that place that I began to see the fire of Yahweh's heart as I stood on the foundation of his heart looking out through his eyes. Because every time I heard his heartbeat, it reverberated through me. Every time the power of his heartbeat ran through to pump his own heart, it, it flowed through me. The power of Holy Ghost flowed through me. This is what I'm talking about, of living in the heart of Yahweh and being consumed by the fire of Yahweh's heart. Thank you.